Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Life goes up and it goes down I know my mom taught me that I figured why we fool around So little And we keep track of time Being so serious Idiots Hello And welcome to Roller Coasting. I'm your host, Megano Guys, this is episode 6 6 How does my podcast have 6 episodes already? Time truly does fly when you're having fun. So, my roller coaster riders, today's episode is all about the big, <gasps> bad, <gasps> I word. <gasps> dun dun dun. Yep, you guessed it. It's Twitter's most hated job. It's influencing, baby. Ah, Ooh. That's what everyone will be saying. Um, I didn't want this podcast to be all about influencing and I think I've been clear about that but it is my job, it is my career, it is my livelihood, it's my passion, it's I've got a passion for fashion, always been a brat skill at heart. Um, yeah it is my job, it is my career and whatnot and it's also quite an interesting topic like people always have questions, I don't really think many people get it because it is something that's relatively new, I mean not even I really get it to be honest with you. So how this is going to work is I'm going to answer your guys' questions. I popped up a wee question box over on the at Rollercoaster Podcast Instagram page for my wee riders to get involved. So make sure you go follow that if you don't already. So I'm going to answer your guys' questions and I'm doing it in kind of like topics so that we cover everything and I'm going to tell you all about my personal experiences so please bear in mind this is only for me I'm not talking on behalf of any other influencers of course but tell you what I'm going to be answering questions I have never answered before let's go oh my god oh my god I'm so sorry (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, that was bad. I just, I actually as well, guys, I'm a bit thrown off. It's currently Sunday, 9pm. Normally I record on a Monday, but I'm, I'm going to Manchester, the Chester of men tomorrow morning. So I had to record tonight. So I'm feeling a wee bit, oh, thrown off. Um, But I was out of an Italian there. So sorry if that comes back on me. But the best place, I suppose, for us to start would be the beginning. It's always a good place, isn't it? So we're going to talk about how it started. So the first question is, how did you get into it? I always had a wee bit of a following and I I feel like I'd give this story so many times. Um, But I always had a wee bit of a following. I don't really know why. Like It was just people round about me, like people from other schools and yeah, that was it. I was a child, so people from other schools. Um, so I always had a wee bit of a following and I, I would say I posted a wee bit more regularly than the average, probably. When I tell you I had no intentions of being an influencer or a blogger or, or social media person, whatever you want to call me, I mean it. Like, I actually just didn't know anything about it. Like, back in the day, like, back... <coughs> told you, sorry, there goes my Paula Milanese. Back then, when we're talking about, like, I didn't really follow any bloggers. I didn't really watch much YouTube. So it was all like a total grey area to me. I just posted on Instagram because, I don't know, quite liked, quite liked it. Just liked social media. So I'd just been posting, like, literally like, outfit pictures out with my friends, selfies, just the usual. And then the first brand that got in contact with me just to, like, gift me some things, I was like, what the fuck? Like, genuinely, I was so surprised. I was like, are are you lost baby girl I had no idea why they were DMing me but I was like woohoo let's do it let's do the thing so from then on I did start to do like the odd like we gifted posts like some teeth whitening companies or um one was called Femlux you might have seen that on Instagram they were like the first clothing company then Nailco asked me to get my nails done so I was kind of just like ripping up these free things but again like I didn't really have I didn't really think like this is going to go somewhere. I was just like, God, this is quite fun. Like, look at me. <laughs> okay, Miss Celebrity. But yeah, I really started to enjoy it. I started to try and post more regularly. Like I would intentionally do my hair and makeup and get a wee picture. Um, but it was nothing too serious. Like I wasn't making money from it. I still had my full-time normal job. Like I never ever seen it going where it is now. And I would say it didn't really become anything until lockdown so in lockdown obviously I had nothing else to do so I started to put like all my efforts into Instagram and I honestly thoroughly enjoyed it I feel like that is something that really really kept me afloat during lockdown because I really struggle with like being bored and like get pure like cabin fever it's like it's, it's not an enjoyable experience for me to sit in my room watching tv so Instagram really kept me going and that's when I started to post on YouTube consistently I've always had a channel like for a good few years now but I made it and I just didn't really bother with it because I was still a wee bit embarrassed by it didn't have the time so it wasn't until lockdown when I thought right I'm gonna like consistently post on this every week and I'm thinking I have ever since um so lockdown is when the balls started rolling and my following started to grow in a bit and that's when I would like come on and talk on my stories and stuff so that is genuinely when things started to snowball and then I got a management and then boom bish bash bosh didn't explain that very well did I the overall just of that or it in a nutshell is 
I have been doing it for years and years, but it wasn't until lockdown, like the first ever lockdown, where I thought, right, I want to make something of this. Like, I want this to be my job. And that's when I consistently was posting every day on Instagram. I was talking on my stories every day so people got to know me. I was being consistent on YouTube. So that is like what gave me a big kick up the ass. And I was like, I want to do this. Like, I was hungry. I'm a hungry baby. Yeah. Our next question is, did you get any negativity when you started and how did you deal with it? So, as I said, I'd obviously already been kind of like dabbling in it a wee bit for a couple of years. At the time, there was like the odd comment, like why she got a YouTube channel. Like, I think in Glasgow anyway, like the minute anyone does something a wee bit out of the ordinary, everyone's like, oh. <gasps> Like, why are they doing something so odd like that? Like, everyone's just, like, a bit, like, taken aback. So there was the odd comment here and there. But I'd say, like, I didn't actually start trying to actively really be a blogger until kind of lockdown time. So that's when I was, like, posting every day, talking on my stories, like, definitely showing my personality more, like, really coming out my shell. And at this particular time, I feel like it was such a trend to hate on influencers. Like, I swear, every day I'd, like, refresh my Twitter feed in lockdown. It was just people moaning about influencers, like, slagging people for trying to be motivational on their stories or asking why people are showing what they're doing during a day. Like, people were just, like... I think that was when a lot of influencers came out the woodworks, i.e. me. And I think people were like, what is this? Like, they were so confused by it. So I seen, like, a lot of tweets on Twitter that probably were about me or if they weren't, the shoe definitely fit very well. And I found it so frustrating because on my social media, like, since I've started till now, I always just try and be positive. Like, I keep it really lighthearted and I just try to, I don't know, I suppose not make people laugh because I'm not like a comedian but like I do just try to keep it fun and light-hearted so when I was seeing these tweets like people like literally mocking what I was doing I was thinking like why like I felt instantly shit obviously and I was just so confused I was like I'm literally just trying to do a nice thing and it's, it's getting shoved back in my face like I was really puzzled by it and I definitely was like affected by it it kind of felt like should I be doing this like is this really embarrassing and I was really second guessing it there was a wee phase I cannot lie where I did bite back a wee bit like I would respond to some tweets because I was just like like actually you piss off like I'm just trying to be fun and be light-hearted and you're on here mocking me so I did bite back but what I've learned dealing with negativity is honestly such a long lengthy learning curve which I'm still on by the way we're not at the top and I've started to learn that the best thing to do is just to ignore it like anytime I do react or do answer I always wish I didn't so it's easier said than done but the best thing to do is just to scroll past it and pretend you've never seen it. The most, the most important thing you can do is don't let it stop you. Like, don't let these negative comments, negative DMs, negative whatever, don't let that get in your stride. Like, you keep doing what you're doing, believe in what you're doing and don't let anyone stop you because see the re harsh reality is... People are always going to talk. Even if it's not on social media, people are probably talking to their friends about you, which is a shame, but it is just life, isn't it? So don't let people's negativity take away from you. Just you have to keep on going. And see it also, 
something I'm working on, if you look like you don't care and you don't rise to it, that will probably piss them off. They, people probably do want a reaction from you, but trust me, it's hard. I'm like... <laughs> on to our next question, which is, do you ever get people staring or being rude when you're getting pics? Oh my God, all of the time! It actually baffles me. And do you know what it is? It's normally older people, like people in their maybe later 20s, early 30s. I'm like, grow up. I genuinely don't understand why people react or care what other people are up to. Like, free country, let people do what they want. Like, if I'm not disrupting your day or getting in all up in your grill, why do you care? Like, genuinely, people will walk past me and Molly, like, nudging each other. Like, it literally happened a couple of weeks ago, actually, in the West End. This couple who must have been 30, 31, 32, the guy, like, nudged his wife or the other way about it, I can't remember. Don't even know if they were married. I'm nearly just assuming here. Um, But they nudged each other and, like, oh, my God, I just farted. <gasps> I farted again. <laughs> no, I... I never fart. Like, I very rarely fart. <gasps> I feel violated. Um, oh my God, right back to the story. I really hope you can't hear that. Back to the story. Um, yeah, they nudge each other and they're like pure staring at us and like going like, <laughs> like pure sniggering and looking at us as if we're like Coco the Clown out dancing on the street. And see, even if I was, let me, like, actually, who cares? It's so mind blown. But I'm sorry, if you're one of those people who walk by, tutting and making comments about people out one working or two enjoying themselves then you just look bitter I'm sorry you look bitter bitter like a bitter lemon moving on to our next topic which is what does it actually entail what do you actually do so our next question is how do brand deals work so normally you're given a link right so the brand will send my agent and then the agent my agent sends me, Amy or Christian sends me a link to choose from. And it's normally like a small part of their website, like a collection or a range. It's not like the full website. And you're allowed to choose like what fits your style or sometimes it's just one particular product. So they show you and you say yay or nay. Um, so you choose what you want or you say yay or nay and you say, okay, we're going to do it or we're not going to do it. So when you say, yay, I want to do it, they then send you a brief. So a brief is basically like a set of rules. So it will say, right, we want you to shoot outside or we want you to shoot inside. We want you to shoot um, with grass in the background or we want you to shoot with a building in the background. Um, we want you to wear this with your outfit. We don't want you to wear that with your outfit. We want you to smile in the picture. We want you to... Put your middle finger up in the picture. That's never in the brief, ever. <laughs> Lol. Uh, yeah, so it tells you things you cannot say, cannot do. Tells you things you should say, should do. Yeah, so it's just like a wee set of rules. Next, you're normally given a posting date. And this is something people don't realise. So when, like, say I was doing a post for JD, right? So I've done it. All done. Woohoo, happy, ready to go. No, 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 no. Hold your horses, baby girl. You have to then send your content back to your agency or back to JD Direct. Like I would personally send it to Amy and Kirsten and then they send it to JD and JD go, hmm, with a fine tooth comb and they decide, do we want her to post that? Is that good enough? Hmm. And they can say yeah or no. So they're allowed to say no. They're allowed to say, we don't like it. We want you to do it all over again. 
this is how you should do it next time and yeah so they can tell you whether or not you can post if you can post it or when you eventually can post it you then have to get your insights so like or if you have Instagram for creators, I think it's called, which is what I have, um, you can see how well your post does. So I have to like screenshot, screen, screenshot, screenshot all of that and then send that to Amy and Kirsten and they'll pass that on. And sometimes that can be a wee bit disheartening because with the nature of Instagram and algorithms and also some people just genuinely don't care about some of your posts. That's just how it is. Um sometimes your posts can do shit they might not get very many likes they might not get much engagement and then you're like oh no like that brand is never going to use me again ah so yeah that's how it works next question is management so how much are your management involved in what and who you work with oh so involved to be honest they do they do everything like they manage all of my emails they manage brand deals payment outreach I literally just say yes or no I want to do that job and actually carry out the work I personally could not like could not do this without my management um I recently have went back with Aquarius by the way that's my current management um the admin itself would be too much like picking up on all those emails, replying back and forth, like that is pretty time consuming. Um, But honestly, I just feel like Aquarius does such a good job for me. Like I've not been back with them long and I already feel really happy and content with everything that's going on. Like they get me deals that I could not possibly get myself. Like I don't have contacts in these big brands. I don't have a clue about the money side of things. (coughs) Sorry. Yeah, I don't have a clue about the money side of things. Like, I wouldn't know what I should be charging brands. Like, I just have no knowledge in that department whatsoever. All I know what how to do is create the content. So they literally do everything. Um, they're an absolute dream. What's super important? Because sometimes you hear like people like, "Oh, you shouldn't have a management. Like they just are in it for themselves, and it's all a money making scheme." Blah blah blah. Um, and I'm sure that is true in a lot of scenarios. But I genuinely, hand on heart, believe that Aquarius have my best interest at heart I feel like it helps that they also know me well as an and in, as an individual so I fully trust that they are going to be able to help me achieve my goals and make my wishes come true baby and this falls into the next question which is do you pay for management so the answer is no but they take 20% of what I earn so whatever I earn each month they take 20% of that and sometimes people are like that's so much it's actually not in the grand scheme of things it it really really isn't they are there for me day in day out like I speak to my management every single day and I could phone them I could go and meet them like they are on hand they are my support system um so god they deserve that 20% they really really do they work their ass off for it I certainly couldn't do it without them so they have earned it and they deserve it our next cue is do you ever struggle or not enjoy shooting content in summer I love it like genuinely thrive of it especially last summer well that was the only summer I've ever done it but last summer was amazing like because Molly was here as well like she was still living at home like we'd always make such a day of it like we'd literally wake up we live like 10 minutes apart like Molly's family home was 10 minutes from mine's we'd wake up nice and early get all ready 
either I drive or she drive. Like we'd always take turns. We'd go and shoot all day. Then we'd go and get lunch or we'd go shopping. Like we'd literally be out like literally like nine to five. Like we were doing like office hours together and it was so much fun. Like you definitely forgot you were working because it was just a genuinely enjoyable experience. So I absolutely love it in the summer, especially because it's like sunny. You can go to like cute locations. You don't have to stress about the weather. And I personally enjoy dressing for summer more than winter. Winter, it's not quite as fun. Obviously, the weather, like I live in Glasgow, so you can't rely on the weather at the best at times. But in the winter month, it is genuinely dull outside. Like, I swear the sun has like put up like one of those few things kids have in the car, like a sun visor. He's actually put that over him and it's just constantly like grey outside. So it's horrific lighting pictures just simply do not look as good it's either chucking it down with rain or it's gale force winds and your hair is just permanently stuck to your lipstick or it's ice cold and I have Raynaud's disease so I can't even feel my hands to take the photo oh it's just not as glamorous as it might look to be honest but I am not complaining I'm not in any way complaining but in the winter I can't say I love shooting another thing that is not um season dependent is some days you genuinely just feel like shit like we all do there's days where you think I look like shit I feel like shit and it is very hard to pretend in a picture that you feel good and I can always tell like when I look back on my photos I I can tell just by looking at the photo what kind of mood I was in like I can see right through that big fake smile of mine honestly so it's a bit hard when you're not feeling it but all in as long as the weather's on your side and the person helping you is in good spirit then it normally is a very enjoyable experience and I am blessed B-L-E-S-S-E-D to consider that work oh ho ho moving on to the topic you've probably all been waiting for money 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 must be funny in a rich man's world I'm not rich just to clarify I wish money just before we start, I actually do hate talking about money. I never talk about it. I never have. I've never exposed anything because I just think money chat is the absolute ick. And people who brag about money, oh, do you not have anything more interesting to talk about? But it is um, some of my most asked questions around the influencing world. And fair enough, like as much as it is ick, it is also quite interesting, isn't it? We all like to do our nosy. So I will talk about it this one time, okay? Okay. Our first money question is, how do you get paid? Is it monthly or just for every brand deal you do? So I do get paid monthly. I have a payday like most other people probably. And I'm really glad it's that way. If it was every for every brand deal, it'd be so hard to manage. Like I enjoy having a payday. But obviously the thing for me is I like no month is the same with this job so every single payday is different sometimes you have a really good pay and sometimes you're like oh oh shit um so yeah you never know what you never know what you're getting like there is ways you could track it like kind of but not really because another thing that people probably don't realize is say I'd done a job today I could potentially not see the money for it for three four maybe more months like I'm still to this point right now chasing money for a job I done back at the start of September so even if you think oh I've done this job this job this job next month's going to be a pure belter sometimes it's just not 
it's you know money is here there and everywhere very unpredictable this gig but sometimes you get a right surprise you're like whoa our next question is do you make more money as an influencer than you would in an little um quotation mark things ordinary job so obviously I can't speak for every job because there's thousands and millions and billions of job out there all with different salaries pays like I, can't, I definitely can't talk overall like definitely not but for me personally before I done this and when I was like on the absolute job hunt because I didn't go to uni or didn't go to college I like, didn't do any like further education I was quite restricted on what jobs I would be able to do and they all had like the same kind of salary um it, it just didn't ever seem to go any higher than that so if I wasn't doing this and I had to get one of those jobs then yes I make more money doing this if that makes sense what I really love about the nature of my work is that I can keep taking on more work if brands want me to work with them that is but like the harder I work the more money I can earn which is so motivating like when I've been stuck in office jobs before like I sort of felt like what's the point in excelling myself because it's not going to make me any more money I'm not getting any higher with it so it can be a even on a budget quality is non-negotiable that's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. But like, but exhausting. Whereas this, I'm like hungry to work because the rewards are right in front of me. So that's what I really like about this job. Do you have guaranteed work, or how do you cope with the possibility of getting no work? Good question. So I have a few, or maybe not even a few, maybe a couple of retainers. And retainers are yes, what you wear to bed to keep your teeth in shape, but they're also like. There's some brands I work with where I'm like in a contract that I work with them month to month. So I know I can rely, like they pay me the same thing every month to do the same work every month. So I'm like, right, phew, I can rely on them. But I've literally only got a couple of those. Most of the work I do is one off. Like I'll work with them today and I might not work with them again for another six months, another year, another two years. I might just never, ever work with them again. So there is always a big possibility of not having any work. Like you do start the month kind of without anything, and apart from those few wee retainers I have. So it is a daunting thought, definitely, because um, it could all be gone tomorrow, which oh, 
horrible thing to think about. But I suppose the way I deal with that is I do always have savings that I can dip into if I am having a bit of a quieter month. Um, would suggest that for anyone, to be honest. Savings are good. I don't have like loads, I wish. Um, but I do have emergency money there in case I needed it. Um, but also, like, I just make sure I work really hard. Like, I don't really let myself have no work. Like, I keep pushing and things like youtube like if i just make more youtube videos hopefully more people watch them and then i get a wee bit of ad revenue and don't get me wrong it's it's really like peanuts it's not a lot of money at all but that is something i can do to try and make more money so as long as i'm working hard i have been quite lucky that the jobs do continue to come in and i've not really had to stress about that um but yeah it's so important to not let myself get complacent and be like oh next one's will be fine because oh honey it could all disappear our next question is do you still do gifted or low paid jobs oh my god of course every job is different and brands very rarely pay the same as each other like it's a lot of bargaining I think goes on between my agents and the brands I don't really have anything to do with that side of things thank god because oh god who could be arsed um but if a brand I genuinely love comes along and they offer less money or they don't have a budget or they just don't want to pay me but they'll say oh we'll give you it for free of course I say yes like it is such a privilege I'll always be thankful and grateful for the things that I'm getting for free like who wouldn't be of course I will take free shit till I die our next question is what did you get paid for your very first ad right what would it be I don't know what my first I think my first one actually would have been with rebellious fashion actually because funny story this is like when me and Molly were like almost strangers I went to rebellious fashion for like a social day which actually was nuts when you think about it I really didn't have much of a following and I'd never done a paid post before this I even like spent my own money on the train and stuff that is so cute normally like the brand would pay for you but anyway I went and I was speaking to Molly just about like influence and stuff and she was like you need to start charging and I was like could I and she was like yeah like definitely so I got home and I like typed up an email to Rebellious like right I'm gonna actually have to start charging you now for my amazing work and I'm pretty sure the first post they paid me for I got 15 pounds and I was buzzing like that's 15 pounds I did not have like one I got three calls out of it all I done was take a picture and then I was 15 pounds up felt like I'd won the lottery it was amazing oh the juicy question I was really in two minds whether to answer this or not but oh fine 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 since I love my roller coaster riders what is the most you've ever made from a brand deal so please let me make one thing clear this was a total one-off like I'd be really shocked if I ever done anything like this again this wasn't like my typical taking a picture in an outfit I'd been sent or like making a YouTube video or anything it was something very very different but I loved it I got to use my personality it was such a fun time like love 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 please come back to me if you're listening um but I got paid I actually feel embarrassed saying this I got paid three thousand pounds what <laughs> no no when I tell you I actually nearly fell off my seat when the offer came in I read it and I was like someone's added an extra zero onto that like that's not funny like someone please fix that my heart actually stopped three thousand pounds I have never seen money like it 
oh, I am still to this day confused, still puzzled. Yeah, I, I, I'm just speechless about the full thing. I will forever, ever, 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 ever be grateful for that opportunity. Like, but as I said, that's a total one-off. I don't usually make that kind of money before you all expect me to start buying drinks on the night out. I wish, but amazing. What the hell? What the hell? Okay, next topic of conversational is the pressures under pressure pushing down on me and please don't bite my head off I know in the grand scheme of things god do we have it very easy people literally put their life on the line to work and I am in no way comparing myself to these absolute heroes out there I can't even begin to list the number of heroes as we have NHS heroes, we have firefighters, we have police, we have care workers, we have home carers. We God, the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, you guys keep kicking ass, you absolute legends. In the grand scheme of things, I take pictures. I have life very, very, very easy and I would love to make that clear. Thank you. Our first question relating to this topic is, do you avoid talking about certain things in case of hate? Oh, 100%. Whenever like a controversial topic comes up, I honestly shit my pants. I get really, really scared and anxious and kind of now I do just stay quiet. Even if I feel like really strongly about something and I want to use my platform to share my thoughts, my opinions, I have kind of learned that the safest thing to do is to be quiet unfortunately and that sounds cowardly and to be honest it probably is but in all honesty I am petrified of backlash like mentally I just don't think I can cope with it at all so it's one of those things where I feel like I suppose I'm being selfish in a way but I am far too scared for the backlash and the hate that could come of me sharing my opinion on like a controversial topic and I actually feel embarrassed to say that out loud but it it is true like I just I, I can't cope I really can't next question please do you ever feel pressured to always seem in quotation marks perfect ah another awkward one Another one I'm scared to answer. I'm honestly scared to answer this in case it gets misinterpreted. Is that the word? I'm scared this comes across wrong, but you know what? I'll give it a bash. I'm feeling brave. So looks wise, oh my God, absolutely not. I'm constantly on my stories on Instagram or in my YouTube videos or on TikTok looking rough 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 like rough 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 so I think it's totally expected like people probably expect to see me come on looking like shit like I will go on looking like anything there is no boundaries and I feel comfortable doing that like I I can honestly say and that's quite a nice thing like I don't really care who sees me when and I think that's just because everyone has seen it already I've already ripped the band-aid off but I feel like it's more that people expect you to behave perfectly oh this is so hard to explain I swear people genuinely buzz off of you making a mistake like see what what I'm trying to say is like we are all humans like the one thing we all have in common is we're all human beings and we're all doing life for the first time we need to figure shit out we need to learn we're going to slip up we're going to make mistakes we're going to grow as people that is something we all have in common I feel like whenever someone with an online 
platform makes a mistake and by the way this is very like I am talking very hypothetically this is all like this would only be based on what your mistake is I'm not talking about anything that's on the internet right now nothing that's current because there's some things that are just totally and completely unacceptable and I'm not talking about that I'm talking about silly hiccups right that's all I'm talking about I feel like the minute anyone has a, a minor slip up People are like, you should know better. You're an influencer. And what I kind of struggle to understand is like, right, or for me anyway, because as I said, I can't talk on behalf of anyone else. I like to post outfits. I like to share daft videos. I like to share my life to a certain degree. I like to dance. I have never said, follow me and I will guide you through a perfect life and I will do everything perfectly and you should be more like me. I have never, ever, ever said that because I know that I make mistakes and I know there's plenty more mistakes in the future, as there is for everyone, hate to break it to you. And sometimes my life is a shambles. So I've never put myself on that pedestal and I don't know if people assume that influencers have their self in that pedestal so when they see a wee thing that they could pick at they just jump on it because they think that we think we are like superior so I just like to clear up that I do not think like that and honestly I'm a riot a lot of the time and I'd rather people probably didn't behave like me sometimes so yeah that's all I wanted to say I'm human you're human we're just all trying to get through life and that's all I'll say do you ever regret being in the public eye? As in, want your privacy back? So, first, I wouldn't say I'm in the public eye. Like, I'm not like a, what do you call it, a Z-lister. I'm not, I'm hardly GZ. Um, But obviously, with the nature of what I do, then more people probably in Glasgow anyway, maybe do know me. Oh, God, so cringy saying that. And I honestly didn't realise it until me and Calm were on a break we were on a break Rachel and us uh, that was us um, and yeah I was a bit like oh what the fuck so my DMs were flooded like I'm not joking I've never had more DMs at any point than I did during this time people were asking questions people were wanting explanations people were asking like my friends it was coming back like through friends of a friends what happened and I was even sorry I was even told about girls like hovering around Calm in a nightclub and purposely taking photos so that he was in the background but it was like kind of done in like a bit of like a malicious way apparently obviously I wasn't there so this is like just what I've been told so that was the one time I thought ah I hate this but to be honest that was probably just because I was really down in the dumps and sad overall so it was probably getting to me a wee bit more and please please know I'm not acting like okay magazine we're covering it or anything it was just like that what I explained to you was what was happening and that was the first time I realised like people do know my business and it was strange because when me and Cal were on a break I didn't even say we were on a break so I was a bit like how do people know this it was like so bizarre but other than that I adore whatever you want to call this or whatever you would consider people who watch my videos or people who listen to my podcast or people who follow me like oh my god like I genuinely consider all all you guys friends because if you're listening to me and you like me then we must be similar so you 
or in turn, my friend, and I wouldn't change it for the world. So that was the only time I thought, oh my God, but that was just because I was having an overall shitmare. Other than that, I love this. I love my chicken nuggets. That's what I call my YouTube subscribers, by the way, but obviously you podcasters when you're here are my roller coaster riders. So many names to you guys. All nice ones. Do you struggle with hate? <sighs> um, I wouldn't say no. No, day to day, no, I do not struggle with hate. There was a time in my life where I really struggled and things were very dark, very scary. Oh, not good at all. And when I think back to that, I, God, it's horrible and I hope I never relive that. But day to day, no, I don't. Does it upset me? Yes. Of course it upsets me. Like In particular, the app TikTok, I'm sure most people would agree, is like the worst for it like I don't know what it is on there but people just don't have filters like I literally see it's actually disgusting like it's not a life matter like I will see videos of people with a disability and people are literally making fun of their disability in the comments and I, I am genuinely like what like I am baffled like that would not be acceptable in the real world so why on earth is it acceptable in an app oh it honestly makes me disgusted it makes me want to delete the app as a whole but anyway I keep going back to it um but yeah for some reason TikTok is the worst for hate people don't have a filter I don't know there's a lot of angry people in there who want to just hate on people for no good reason and yeah when I refresh it and I see these comments saying like um I hate her people tagging their friends like she's the worst she's so annoying she's faking it she's ugly um someone said the other day I was punchable tagged their friend I was just like of course naturally that gets me like I'm a human being with feelings I'm actually quite a sensitive human being to be honest so when you read that, you also do start to second guess yourself. And I'm like, oh my God, am I annoying? Like, should I just come off this app? Like, is this is this doing me more bad than good? Like, and it's horrible because it's like, oh my God, all I do on TikTok is energetic dancing and talking. Like, if people were genuinely getting wound up with that, I'm sorry, the problem lies with them, not with me. That is, sorry, that is the truth. So yeah, it does It does get to me. It does upset me, but I don't struggle with it. Like, I am very fortunate that, Although there's some nasty comments, there's an abundance of nice ones. Like I'm really, really lucky. Like I receive a lot of lovely DMs and a lot of really nice, meaningful comments and they always outweigh the bad. So thankfully that does keep me going and I don't in turn struggle with it. But God, we do really need to learn how to be nicer on social media. Our next cue is, do you believe it's this... Oh, sorry, can't read that. Do you believe it's sustainable income for, say, the next 10 years? So this is something I do worry about from time to time and I do try to stop myself. But I mean, realistically, there is zero job security. Like This could genuinely all be gone tomorrow. And God, that is a terrifying thought. Like if I had an office job, I know I could at least go and I'd probably have a job unless they went redundant or something. But I do try to remind myself like I do work really hard and I have a really good attitude towards work. So I do try to believe in myself more and I personally don't see social media going anywhere anytime soon. So neither should I. I'm genuinely so I, I like I'm so happy with what I'm doing and it genuinely does feel right. Like I feel like this is what I'm meant to be doing, especially right now anyway. So What's meant to be will be, and here's to the next 10 years. Yeehaw, baby. 
Right. I feel like so far the topics or questions I've answered have been a little bit negative, negative Nancy. So let's move on to the sunshine, rainbow, sunshine, lollipops and rainbows. Um, the fun side of influencing and why I generally do it. So these aren't questions. This is just my ode to influencing. What does that mean? I hope that doesn't mean anything bad. I do this because one, uh, I do love clothes. I've always been a shopaholic. I love wearing fun, bright outfits. I'm obsessed with trainers. I love handbags. <coughs> oh, that sounds like someone was like screaming in my throat. Um, and I love getting dolled up. I love wearing like extra outfits. And I just think it's fun posting on social media. So obviously that is like the kind of crux. Is that a word of why I do it? Also, I love to talk. Can you tell? I don't know I don't wouldn't say entertaining is the word because I'm not like a comedian or hotel entertainer I don't know but I do genuinely love to yada 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 and I like to make funny dancing videos or whatever so this is just genuinely what makes me happy like posting on Instagram uploading YouTube videos posting on TikTok being daft being myself brings me a lot of joy these apps make me happy also being self-employed oh my god this is something I genuinely never seen for myself but oh my god this is it this is the one for me like I literally worked normal in those quotation marks normal full-time jobs employed jobs for five years before this so I was very very used to the nine to five Monday to Friday life being told to do the shitty jobs nobody wanted to do I was very used to that but I did eventually start to find it really draining like I wasn't I didn't have like a a burning desire to work I just felt like I was there to do what I was told to do got my money and went home but this self-employed life for me oh my god being my own boss works so well like I find it very very easy to motivate myself I genuinely buzz off of working like I love getting up in the morning and writing myself a wee schedule I find it so genuinely exciting so this has been like the best thing for me this is the hardest I've ever worked my full entire life and of course who could possibly deny the perks of being an influencer I still can't believe all of the free things I get the opportunities I get the money I make sorry I must emphasize I am not rich but oh definitely making a lot more money than I was before I honestly wish I could put into words how grateful I am for this job like yeah I do work hard like I've got to give that to myself but it truly is such a privilege like I will never not be aware of how lucky I am and obviously there's been factors in my life that have led me here like I've came from a well-off family, not well-off as in Beverly Hills or shit. I just live in a normal, nice house. But I've came from a family. I've had a really good start in life, had an education. I was bought a phone before I had a job to pay for my own. Like I've had all these wee things that have led to me being here. So it's not just down to my work. Like I have had a lucky life and I'm exceptionally grateful for that. I think as well, like because I've been extremely miserable and low in workplaces before, the fact that I get to wake up each and every single day and do what I love for a living is truly a dream come true. Like I'll never ever take that for granted because trust me, I know what it feels like to hate 
not only your job, but eventually your existence. So God, I am one lucky duck. So I feel like this is a good opportunity to say thank you to you. Yes, you. If it weren't for you guys following my Instagram, subscribing to my YouTube, listening to my wee poddy, I would not be in this privileged position. You literally help make my dreams come true. And I genuinely hope I express that to you it's like I, I need you to know I need you to know that please 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 know that so although there may be a few little negatives that come along with influencing like any job may I add I am truly living the dream and boy do I know it like I, I still feel like I have to pinch myself every morning this is my job this is my life and I could not be happier about it. So I hope this episode gave you a wee insight into what it's like to be an influencer. Remember, just my personal experience. Um, hope you enjoyed. And to any inf- any influencers to be, anyone who wants to pursue a career in this, I would say just be yourself. You're not going to get anywhere until you are being yourself. That's how it worked for me. And I'm, you know, I'm still a small fish in a big pond. So I'm not acting like I'm, you know... Who's a massive influencer? Um, oh my God, why are they all away from my head? <gasps> That's embarrassing. Do you know who I want to be like one day? Sophia and Chintia. That was another question, but I think you're into answering that. Uh, but yeah, anyone who wants to do this, be yourself and aim for the stars because if you fall, you'll land in the clouds. Thanks so much for listening, guys. I love you all so, 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 so much. Thanks for making my dreams come true. This is what dreams are made of. Okay, bye. Life goes up and it goes down. I know my mom taught me that. I figured why we fool around. So little, and we keep track of time Being so serious, idiots Thinking it will matter, keep me company downtown Before the clock runs out Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods For 50 to 80% less than similar brands They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.